Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to yeah. bring something like this to life. And yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend <laughs> that I don't, right? Hold now. it in. Hold and our current faves. In. Luffy must have his due. <laughs> Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Fiction. Science fiction. Horror. Fantasy. Crime. LGBT. Thriller. You have now entered the House of Mystery with your hosts, Eric Shapiro, David North Martino, John Copenhaver, and Al Warren. FM Riverside and 1050 AM Palm Springs. So next up, we've got another Canadian today um, that is into horror, and uh, so so we'll bring him right on. Ron McGilvery, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Now, Ron, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like you, so you've written some short stories, and it looks like you've done a film, and you've got other projects coming out. Um, how did you get into horror? Um, I guess uh, probably like a lot of people, it's uh, Scooby Doo was was my when I was a child. You know, watching that, I remember. You know, I so desperately wanted to be part of that Scooby Doo gang. And I started even back then writing little Scooby-Doo stories. And I just put myself right in there with them. Like, do you build off of a, an idea? Is that kind of how you do it? My, yeah. I, for me, theme throughout all my stories, always what if. It, my mind's always working that way. I, I see something, oh, what if that happened? And then I always basically place myself in it. And then most of my characters are all people that I know or I've seen or bumped in and I basically once I have the plot idea the characters I have them pictured as people that I know or uh, have met and those characters then just kind of take a mind of their own and then they just kind of move the story along wow so you've been doing short stories and do you ever plan on kind of doing a full book or is this sort of do you like doing a short story better? Uh, I like doing short stories um, probably because I have a short attention span. Uh, I am working on a, a novel as well. Uh, it's about 75,000 words in right now, but it just keeps being sort of pushed back as other projects kind of pop in. But uh, it's a 
it's horror as well, but sort of a a strange horror. It's uh, the structure is different. Um, the the characters are a bit different. It's there's a whole mythos behind this one. Where generally my stories are, I have a what if idea and it's pretty focused. This one's um, uh, a lot broader in scope. <clears throat> but um, as I mentioned, it's it keeps. I always find the reason I sort of push it off. But I've managed to over time get up to seventy five thousand words. So. Now, um, I see that you, you've been uh, running some 5Ks or walking some 5Ks. Do you find that exercise helps with your creative process? I know it does for me because I, I do, like, martial arts in between and stuff like that to uh, get the blood flowing. But uh, how does it work for you? Yeah, it, uh, it clears my mind. It's, uh, it gives me, you know, time to, uh, to think as well. Um, when I go out, it just kind of, you know, it's kind of like a, a, a reset almost. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of my uh, the exercise and then stuff came because I uh, unfortunately had a few health issues, so uh, uh, it was kind of forced on me. But you know, after a while, it's it's gotten to a point where you almost get addicted to it. And now I feel guilty if I don't do my workouts. What do you want people to get out of your your stories when you read them, or or films like you've got a little film and you doing some more? Um, what do you want people to take away from it? For me, it's just to be entertained to uh, for whatever length it is, just to uh, to uh, you know for to escape and uh, you know enjoy the story. I don't have um, you know really deep themes. Uh, there's not a lot of depth to me. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I just it's it's purely for entertainment purposes. It's uh, you know just to uh, to get away from real life, to get away from COVID. Hopefully they, uh, you know, enjoy the story. You've uh, stated that uh, writing horror is somewhat like uh, stand-up comedy. I guess you're talking about the structure. Um, uh, How so? Uh, It's it's basically, it's the same setup. You know, you have the the setup. Uh, It it could be, you know, for the, in a a joke, there's the setup and then there's a punchline. With horror, it's the same thing. It's, you know, there's the setup and then the punchline, except there's a good chance that punchline is going to kill you. Now, you also, you had a film um, that was, um, that, that shock, uh, that was uh, shown on, uh, was it the Shock Lines? Um, oh, the film, film festival? festival? Yeah, it was at the World uh, Horror Convention as well. That's great. Did you, did you used to hang out at the old Shock Lines Horror Message Board? Yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I did too. I, yeah, I was uh, I was there a lot, and uh, uh, you know I participated, and I was writing. I was on a I was actually getting a lot of traction until about uh, 2007, and just about when the film came out, and I was starting to you know get my name out there, and then uh, uh, the 2008 uh, economic crash hit. So it was a it was Absolutely. a bit of setback. It uh, kind of uh, hurt the production company. Uh, get money for uh, future films. Uh, uh, there was, uh, well, with the economy, where I worked, uh, a bunch of us lost our jobs. So it was, it was a real setback at the time. Do you think online networking for writers is better now or worse since message boards have kind of, like shock lines, have uh, given way to social media? 
That's a good question. Um, you know, just starting out again, I found with the message boards, it was a lot more concentrated, you know, with among horror people. So it was a lot more focused. So uh, where with Facebook or Twitter, I found it's uh, a lot uh, broader base, which I guess is good in a, a sense because you can attract other people. But uh, I can't count how many people have offered me great uh, financial uh, opportunities uh, through Bitcoin or be it uh, being a prince of Nigeria. Uh, <laughs> lots of uh, lots of uh, women who seem to uh, just want me desperately to join their uh, uh, see all the videos that they post on their uh, <laughs> private things. I was I was overwhelmed with how popular I'd become. Uh, until, of course, uh, the virus has wiped out my computer and I had to get another one. Now I don't really follow them anymore. <laughs> but to answer your question, it's, uh, I guess, it depends what you want. I mean, the Facebook is so vast now. And I, I find interacting, you know, you can message other authors, um, you know, follow what they're doing, um, you know, see what they're doing, where um, if it wasn't for sort of the, the extra noise in the background. Um, I think it's, it's the new stuff's really good. As I said, it's all new to me, but uh, the old message boards, you know, if you just wanted to do horror, it was, you know, you knew where to go and it was strictly that there was no sort of noise in the background about anything else. But I, I enjoy it. Definitely. I think you could kind of pinpoint more on the old message boards. Yeah. Would you encourage, especially new writers, to um, network? Um, yeah, I would say network. I mean, if I was going to talk to anyone, I mean, I'd say, you know, engage with uh, as many people as you can. Find out, uh, you know, what they're doing. You'll follow along. gives you opportunity to, you know, pick up stuff you would never have read before. Um, not just with the Facebook, but I find through Facebook, they, they post a lot of um, – podcasts such as uh, this one, uh, interviews they do, uh, different things on YouTube, uh, the interviews that people do. I mean, I've listened to several of uh, the ones here on um, House of Mystery, and you, you can learn so much where back in the day, reading a forum was pretty limited. But, you know, with YouTube and podcasts, I mean, you can sit down, listen to an hour and learn like a, a master class on uh, different topics. Absolutely. What's good horror for you? What do you consider really good horror? For me, I'm always looking for uh, something uh, original, something that catches uh, my eye. Um, I, I I pretty well will read anything, uh, most genres, but um, I, I tend to, I guess, go more towards... Um, stories maybe that are like uh twilight zone-ish maybe i like it's it's more about the story than me i, I mean i can be more forgiving even with uh you know with a lot of you know, newer writers that are out with the, you know there's some typos or whatever i'm totally i can forgive all that if the story is really good and it moves along i like a story that uh just can you know take me away kind of thing. I don't want to, uh, well, I call it a yawn yarn where it just kind of 
goes on and on and goes nowhere. So King Kong versus Godzilla. Have you seen <laughs> have you seen the new one? Do you like it or not? <laughs> I I was actually going to watch it this weekend and I went on to uh, Rogers to look at it and they were offering it at the uh, the great deal of like $26.99. And I said, well, I guess I'll wait till it comes out on Netflix. Yeah. Well, uh, it, uh, would, it, would it be worth it, Dave? Uh, no. <laughs> he, he's, he's one of those. But your mileage may vary. <laughs> he's one of those that bought it. So, you know, um, uh, yeah, it's kind of, it, so it's not that good, really. Right? <laughs> no. No, I, I didn't like it very much. I thought that there just wasn't enough story. All right. But some people just love, you know, just watching two huge monsters just battle it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's funny because I think I posted something a while back on my Facebook page where I had, actually, I watched one of the old Godzillas <clears throat> as well as uh, a King Kong movie, a double feature that night to prep for this kind of movie. <laughs> and uh, maybe if it had been like uh, Zack Snyder's, uh, you know, four and a half hour King Kong versus <laughs> Godzilla Maybe I would have sprung for the twenty some dollars, but yeah, I looked at it, it was like, I think under two hours, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to spend that money for it. Yeah, it's hard. Well, and and so story's more important to you than that than the uh, the gore itself, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I don't mind, you know, slasher stuff and uh, splatter punk, but yeah, I'm not even with my stories. I mean, there's gore and stuff, but it's not. Uh, it's not really prevalent. It's, it's mostly about the uh, sort of the tension build. I mean, stuff happens throughout. Um, I'm a lot uh, sort of uh, action oriented where stuff's going on. A lot of my stories uh, have uh, a lot of dialogue between characters as well, probably from my uh, script writing background. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I have no, no problem with gore. It's just, that's not why I read it. I mean, I've, been following horror for so long now that it doesn't really impress me like gore i've seen it i've done it all um it's even like horror i find it more for it's the thrill now it's not like anything is going to scare me my wife always mentions to me where you know she'll try to come up i'll be doing the dishes and have my music on and she'll try to come up and like grab your shoulder scare you and and i don't she goes why don't you ever jump and i said i don't know it takes more than that to scare me i said i've seen it all so, but it's, if the story's a, like a thrilling story and it just, it's moving along at a good pace and you're going like Alfred Hitchcock, you know, he said, you know, if you put a bomb under a table and you let the viewer see it and the, but the two people who sit down at the table uh, don't know it's there, but the audience, you're just sweating it going, is one of them going to get up? You know, are they going to blow up? It's that, that really intrigues me the most more yeah. so than the bomb blowing up and uh, watching their heads splatter against the wall, which yeah. is all fun, of course. Yeah, of course. And you'd be careful with the wife. Next time she might come up with a knife. <laughs> yeah, try to outdo herself. Yeah. yeah. How's this? I think this is funny. <laughs> this will make you a jump. <laughs> yeah. Boy, that's terrible. Um, now, okay, so you have, you have a website, right? Um, maybe give out your website and all that so people that want to look you up and find out more about you can find you. Sure. It's uh, Ronald uh, McGilvery, my name, uh, .com. And yeah. it's the same on Facebook or Twitter. 
rate. We're going to have that up on our website as well. So did, did the, does the COVID affect what your, your production and what you're doing now, or is it kind of okay? Uh, it's okay right now because we actually got most of uh, our, uh, you know, scouting done and everything beforehand, and uh, the director and, uh, and I sort of hashed stuff out. Now it's a lot of it, everything we can do over Zoom, now, of course, shooting at the whole different uh, ball game. So, but we were aiming for you know the end of April, beginning of May. So, unless something else really terrible happens, then uh, you know it should go as planned. But uh, these days, you can never quite tell. But Zoom is very handy doing uh, script readings and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, our our guest has been Ronald McGilvery. Thank you for being here, Ron. Oh, I appreciate it. Thanks, Ron. Thanks. Have a great night. To find out more about our show, guests, or to listen to past shows from our archive, please go to www.houseofmysteryradio.com. Show's over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Well, good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back. You've been listening to the House of Mystery radio show. To find out more about our guests, hosts, or shows, go to www.houseofmystery.com. Show's over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Well, good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back.